Really? Yeah. Oh, the little boy in the, in the wagon? That's right. He's a, yeah. I'm, I'm in a wagon. Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a wagon. Look at his face. Is that uh, Iron Man? Yeah, I, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm writing with my parents. Uh, yeah, that's right. Across the West. Is that your impression? <laughs> Don't you love it? Oh. I think it's the greatest impression I've ever done. Look, uh -oh. parachute. Parachute. Now that is an anachronism. Oh. Uh, really? Well, where? Uh, crawl, where is it on me? Get it off. And look. Is there an anachronism on me? The guy who parachuted in a is in a zoot suit from the 1940s. And he looks like, uh, I guess, Zappa, the terrible mustache. <laughs> Zappa had a soul patch, right? So this guy doesn't. Now, look, if you so, want uh, to uh, like Robert Downey Sr., see Putney Swope, right. 1969, and then ignore his other films. Uh well, I we we talk like I'm a big fan of of Bunny Swope, even though uh, he the director did kind of dub over the main character's voice, but it's funny. And uh, I saw in the theater Robert Downey did a National Lampoon style movie called right. Up the Academy, Mad Magazine presents Up the Academy. Oh. And I saw that with our friend Boris, and Boris's mom took us to see this R-rated movie because we loved Mad Magazine, and it was the nicest thing in the world. However, the movie is so bad that one of the lead actors at, took his name off the opening credit yeah not credited and mad magazine pulled their endorsement and their intro and outro which i saw in the theater off subsequent uh uh you know releases and it's impossible to find you know let alone the original version with the paper mache alfred e newman head guy walking around in a military uniform so he did one movie that was well that wasn't in it did you ever see it yeah i have seen the mad magazine movie no it was embarrassing there was one part where this yeah really bad where uh uh yeah well a sergeant's getting ready for this dance and he has like a pit bull kind of like that beetle bailey thing right and he pulls out a condom he's like i'm gonna be prepared and, you know, my friend's mom is, like, super embarrassed. And then uh, he opens up a condom and he throws it to the bulldog. And the bulldog starts chewing it. He goes, yeah, you should be prepared, too, you know. <laughs> and my my friend's mom was like, why did I take these kids to see this movie, these 12-year-olds, you know. Right. Like, it was, uh, yeah. For it was a pretty low movie. It, yeah. Well, so everyone heard the Zoot Suit guy. Robert Downey Sr., he did Pound in 1970, Babu in 64, in a film called Chafed Elbows in 66, The Sweet Smell of Sex in 65. So he certainly made a lot of movies. Just. Have you heard about Pound? No. It's a film where the human actors play dogs, and Robert Downey Jr. is in that too. Should I watch? Plays a puppy. If you could find it, you might have to go to uh, RussianFreeDownloads.usa or wherever you get your pirated movies. <laughs> I, I won't say where it is. You get so mad. Now, look, this guy Greaser, right, he keeps the things he loves in cages. So he's got a mariachi band he's a real big fan of in a cage, and he's got his mom in a cage. Oh. 
So right now he comes See, out. That's and what he, happens when you complain. Him. Look, I got to tell you that nothing in this film it leads to anything. It's it. This is why this film is so bad. It sets you up for all this stuff. Okay, here's the guy who fell out of the sky in the umbrella, and right. he's in his zoot suit. And what he's doing is he's practicing his dancing. He's trying to go to Jerusalem right. to become a a singer, song, you know, dancer. He wants to be a star. <laughs> he parachuted in, out of the sky and with a modern parachute in 1940s cl fashion clothing to the Old West, and he wants to travel to Jerusalem, Jerusalem. to become a star. Yeah. Now this oh, is the and nothing other other than that happens. None of that happens. No, this is the clip you and I saw last week. Uh, and again, oh yeah. So this guy's bragging about some squaw that he's banging, who gave her smoke signal, gave him smoke signals. But the thing is, it never, we'll never see her, we'll never meet her. This guy doesn't have a recurring thing through. He does brag once or twice more, but I don't know. This, there's no story here, and that's why it sucks so bad. You're watching the thing getting set up for all this stuff, and then you're in the but, middle of act two, and you're just getting set up for things. And then you're in the third act, and they're setting up things. There's never a payoff. Do you think it's Fellini-esque? Do you think, like, do you, do you know, like, have you seen uh, Fellini movies, go, I guess, are, are different from what you're saying, because they do have, like, a build-up and then, like, a release. And, That's and right, and, and there's you know. a theme to it throughout. Even though some yeah, things right. seem oh, like non sequiturs, they're all there to prove one point. Um, look, this guy goes, here, pick a card, any card. So Greaser picks, and he's like, is this your card? No. Is this your card? No. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole gag. It, it's this is Oh, he pulls really the other cards thing. from the deck. That's a funny joke. Pick a card, any card, and then someone picks a card, and then you pick a you pick a card, and you say, "Is this your card?" And they say, "No." Right? Well, I'm I gonna guess... add that to my repertoire. Okay, but they did it like the guy did it like eight times. It was annoying. Okay, I'm just gonna let you be annoyed on your own. I'll just turn up here. <laughs> All right. I can't see squat in this right now. I see my eyes looking at oh, YouTube uh, on Microsoft Edge. This is the family we saw in the. Um, there's Robert Downey Jr. in the center. This is the family we saw in the covered wagon, and they're eating beans. Right. They're on the uh, Oregon Trail. This is all. I played that game. I know what's going on. Little House on the Prairie. I guess. What's Little House on the Prairie? I know what's going on. Now. That is Robert Downey Jr.'s mom. Her name's Elsie Downey. Huh. So, so I, I know Robert, his father, would they ever get divorced this time? Or? I don't know the backstory. I wasn't interested. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> I really wasn't. I didn't look it up. Um, but, but I mean, he's got his wife and his, his kid in his movie. Now, here's another thing that's set up and makes no sense. She, it's the morning now. She wakes up to discover uh, her husband and son are dead. And she buries them 
and then later in the film she tries to get up and she's shot and she tries to get up and she's hit by a arrow it makes no sense this film goes nowhere she's looking around for Wait, who killed this, my this family, is right that's not that's not seaweed head uh greaser is it no no greaser seaweed head <laughs> You know, he hated the phone calls, Carl. They were like, hi, is Mr. Greaser Seaweed Head in? And he's like, my name is Seaweed Head Greaser. you got to reverse. Listen, hi, Visa. Yeah, hi, customer service. Can I help you? Yeah, this is Seaweed Head Greaser. You guys got my name reversed again on your card. Hang on, let me check. I don't have any record for Seaweed Head Greaser. <laughs> greaser Seaweed Head. Ah, yeah, there you go. Well, Mr. Greaser, uh, Mr. Seaweed Head, how can I help you? No, that's how you can help me. Now, listen to what I'm saying, Mike. She woke up. She looked around to see who killed her family. And now she finds her son is dead. And that's the big setup. We've just been set up. Who killed this woman's family? We'll never find out. Uh, I think it was the, the Hulk. That's a fucking rageaholic. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is that Robbie Downer died? The son's son? Yep. Wow, look at those asses. For the pair of asses. Okay, now so our is... suit guy meets Sheethead guy, and Sheethead's guy acts the like Ghost. what he's supposed to do. Remember the son was killed? Right. Yeah, that's his butt. Is he going <laughs> to... So he's going to bring the son back to life? Yep. Ooh. He's kind of like that religious guy, L. Ron Hubbard. Hey! Uh, I, I, I must have died. Uh, uh, things were kind of hazy. Cerebral. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I, I thought that was Robert Downey Jr. for the ass shot. I apologize. I'm a little confused. <laughs> Now, he's from M.A.S.H. Remember the psychiatrist on M.A.S.H.? <laughs> yes. He was, at, he was on a lot of episodes. He was on throughout, like, a good chunk of that show. Sydney was his name. Well, good. Is that Alan Arbus? Yeah, Alan Arbus. Right. And we know him from Nash, but yeah. he was in a lot of stuff. But he is a really interesting story. He was a successful, I'm saying successful photographer in New York City with a successful photographer wife. They did all sorts of um, work in magazines for ads. They were in Glamour and Seventeen Magazine and Vogue and Harper's Bazaar. You know, he had a place in a studio in Manhattan. It was the whole scene there. And he gave it all up to come out here and become an actor with no hope of, you know, no promise of success. He didn't know people or anything. This is his first right. thing. They can't get on the donkey, and that's sort of like a gag. I'm, Carl, I'm going to talk on the phone like this. I, if our viewers don't realize, our listeners, uh, okay. off, there's nothing to view, but our listeners will notice that I've been on the phone for the last uh, six months of quarantine. Right. But I'm having difficulty hearing you through the phones. So uh, I will speak slowly 
and clearly. I hear you uh, great. Through I hear you the, great. And a... Do you have headphones? Oh, okay, great. Yeah. I use these headphones that our friend Paul, the human. Uh, uh, the robot? The inspiration for the Paul Brumbot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what we call them. So he was married outhouse, to a woman who was a very successful photographer. He, he became a photographer in the United States Army. Uh, her name was Diane Arbus. And I don't know, they all of a sudden one day after this guy was very successful making, I don't know how much a year, but, uh, you know, because money was different back then. But I, I mean, this is his mom in jail. And he's, she's like, he goes, what can I do for you today, mom? And she goes, I would love to come out. And he's like, you'll come out when I say you come out. And then she's like, you're my favorite. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll do anything. You want me to legally change your name to Tony? I can do that. Too late, ma. Grew up on as a sea head. You see his head. mariachi band is imprisoned. Right. Look at mom dancing. Now, this is the second time we've seen him go to the outhouse. Come out and report to everyone who's watching. Nope. Nope. Didn't happen. I thought long and hard about that outhouse. I think it just goes, he shits over a cliff. <laughs> yes. Now, we have seen that because twice, the, right? The... We've been set up for the big payoff when he get, like gets to poop one day. One day it works. It'll never come. We'll never see this outhouse again. Well, let me see. Yeah, it's all good. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is the last uh, day for uh, Outhouse. Uh, Outhouse has left the set. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It was great working with Mr. Danny Jr. It was a real honor and work with Iron Man. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first day Outhouse came. Oh, man. Be sure uh, it was like, okay, yeah. you're in now. I won't tell my union I was in this shot. Oh, I should have said that out loud. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you, crew. Wouldn't make this happen without you. Here is Elsie down, down wow. this is a burying her, her husband and child. Yeah, what a bummer. There they are, bummer. Okay, move so we can see Iron Man. There's Iron Man. Yeah. Dead. And he would go on yeah, to play great. Great Thank you. as Iron Man. <laughs> you say this is Danny Jr. Uh, Jr.'s finest. Mike, wh why are we watching this? Why are we watching this? She's going to bury them. It's never going to pay off. Well, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the reason why. It's because last week, as the premise goes, I'll find movies that I, I always wanted to watch. Right. I mentioned to Carl. Carl and I have been this for a long time, and we worked together on a public access comedy show in New Jersey in the 90s. So when it comes to podcasts and, and public access television shows, we've been surfing the zeitgeist of it. And uh, so Carl researches it. And Carl's probably seen this movie, I'm going to guess, three times already? Yeah, I saw it three times. This is my fourth time. Thanks for nothing! Yeah. For nothing! And Carl talks. But last week's movie, the reason why we're watching Greasy College is last week's movie, I chose Castaways on Gilligan's Island which was really a television pilot from the 1980s where yeah. Gilligan Island has, has a love boat fancy island hotel. 
and Carl was really pissed. So I take the regular movie that we would normally do, and that was Goose's Palace. So it's a rare cult movie available on YouTube. <laughs> See, don't you just go again and skip her case? Yes, I do right now. Right now, okay, Greaser went down into this pit where there's all these, like, fake Indians, and he found a guy beating himself. And now we're going to see a guy, like, get off on the statue of the cigar Indian. You see this? Why are we watching this? What does this have to do with anything? It's a social commentary. Oh, yeah? It's a, it's a metaphor. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Indian chief represents uh, big tobacco, <laughs> and his penis represent is a metaphor for vaping, and it's just, you know, ahead of his time. Yeah. Now he will smoke the peace pipe, but it, he coughs and <laughs> back. What is this? What is this, sativa? <laughs> Where'd you get this? Newark? Newark, New Jersey? I got it from my delivery service. You got it from Yves Blast. There was actual peas in that peace pipe. There was peace in the peace pipe. They smoked peace. Look how it's... Oh, have you ever seen a French film director? Yeah, I know. I mean, have you ever seen Jean-Luc Godard? He did a famous film called Breathless, and he he did a really good film called Alphaville, but he's he's super prolific. I and he's guess still so. alive, and he, he recently made a 3D movie. His his films, we did, we did King Lear. We actually watched oh, King Lear, yes. his version in 1988. Yeah. So do you think this movie holds, do you think Downey Sr. is an, a contemporary of Godard? Just images, you know, or... Yeah, well, I don't know contemporary because of the years, but it's a good comparison. Uh, I bet you Godard would be very angry to hear us say that because he thinks he's a real, real artist, and Robert and uh, Robert Downey thinks that he's like a jokester playing pranks, like he's he's trying to be like off the wall, wacky and funny. Uh, but yes, I think that they're the same sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, he reminds me a little of Inventors with his, like, Alice trilogy. Uh, just, but those, those films are a little more connected. I mean, they're a little more grounded, I guess. As as this I film say. we're watching right anyway, now is not grounded. I still think this is better than Grindhouse. Which one, Death Grindhouse? Deathproof. You think that this is better than Deathproof? <laughs> yeah. One more surface. You see, you got like people being buried. Robert Downey Jr. But for nothing, Mike, for nothing, this will never pay off. It's shocking. It's shocking. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, this is what I, I wouldn't even joke about this shit. But Mike, this begs yeah, the question, payoff, huh? who killed the family? How is she going to find out? And what's she going to do about it? We'll learn nothing. <laughs> Oh, that's too bad. So why are we watching? Why am I being dragged through this? Why are we watching? Okay. As a family guy, I'm a little offended. Your son is alive again. Homo's back in town. 
What? Come on, I just saw the kid get buried. Oh no, the other kid. That's right, his two sons. Oh right, it's Greaser's son, Greaser yeah. Jr. Greasy uh, DJ. Greasy. <laughs> Get off the old Greaser. Wow, so the palace is in a bordello. It's just like a prison where all his favorite things are locked up. Well, it's not a bordello because the only woman ever is his daughter who sings for them. Right. This was the movie that made Alan Arbus get other work. He came to Hollywood in 69. He didn't get a break until this movie in 72. But after this movie comes, he gets all kinds of movies, including getting MASH. He'll be in Damon Omen 2, Damien Omen 2. He'll, I mean, he'll have a career. Law and Order, Heat of the Night, L.A. Law, Matlock, Starsky and Hutch, Judging Amy. He was even on Curb Your Enthusiasm. He owes Robert Downey Sr. a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's good in this movie. He's always good in Mars. And, uh, you know, I'm Diane Arvis. That's pretty crazy. Uh, I know who she is. A photographer. Of her work. Married, yeah. And she committed suicide, too. Oh, well, maybe I'm not that aware of her. Sorry. <laughs> I had no idea. Awkward. He divorced her, went away, oh, and right around this time, she I think it was 73, she committed suicide. And it's weird. Uh, we don't really know the backstory because I didn't do any research on it. But um, right. Alan Arbus never looked back. But what's amazing to me is, he, okay, if it was today, he was probably making like 250 grand a year, right? Having all his pictures taken and advertisements being in you know bizarre and vogue i mean that shit pays you know and you oh, know he's right. in manhattan as a photographer and the wife is a very famous serious photographer they must have had you know a comfortable life now look greaser yeah. is killing the sun again oh that's a walking Oh, after all that work. He was brought back to life and he's dead. That's again. Reason you guys thought I was crazy to bring that knife to the outhouse, but that's the reason why. <laughs> Jesus, he wipes the blood of his son off his knife, but he doesn't wash his hands after taking a shit. Right. Oh, here comes Zoot Suit Jesus. That was the, the alternative title to this movie. It didn't work. Running the video. Second time. Guys, you're making me nervous. You mind leaving the room? Live again. Zoot Suit, what was the first name? Zoot Suit Jesus, the original title? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the alternative title to this movie. Speculate. Say to us. <laughs> Don't ask me a religious question. I just like wearing this beret. You see that nun is a man. Later on, the French padre and the nun will be alone together, and and he's gonna go. I'm really embarrassed, and she's gonna say, "Me too." You know, because they believe in Jesus. And this guy comes and does Jesus stuff. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think you're right. I think he does some Jesus stuff, resurrecting people, uh, turning the script to wine. Later he will walk on water. Kidding. Uh, all right. I look forward to it. Do you notice that their neighbors is on next door app? I can't believe our neighbors. What's the next door app? Right. Is that a new thing? Yeah, it's like an extra app. You know, there's no speaking roles for that for for those animals because uh, they're a little hoarse. <laughs> right. Well, they were. Yeah, they had they were in the script, but that day he was a little hoarse. <laughs> okay. So where are we walking to? What are we doing? Right now, they've met a messiah. What's going on? We don't know, and nothing ever gets told or solved. They're cosplaying the intro to Law and Order. Dun, 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 when they're walking down the corridor. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, they're going to go fork themselves. There's a fork in the road. They're planting know, No, that's the, that's the Robert, uh, Robert Downey. The grave. God. Yeah. They're putting silverware. Yeah, it's probably pricey silverware. Yeah, I guess. It's a, it's a wacky, irreverent par uh, comedy with a dead kid being buried <laughs> with the father. See, that's the thing. Is it a comedy? It's so dry and... Well, crib death isn't funny. You know, I guess I old Mike agrees with that, but uh, so you, you have to have a big payoff if you're going to really go that route. You know, there has to be some justification for it. There will be no justification. And as a matter of fact, the weirdest thing happens to that uh, mom. She yeah. starts getting shot by arrows and guns. It, you'll see. It makes no sense. Okay. She's so gone she, from the movie? That's it? And, and then, well, she's going to reoccur every now and again. Like she'll be trying to climb up a hill and falling down and she can't do it. I don't know. Every time she you know tries what, I'm to get up the shooter, you'll see. I'm putting down my video hand and picking up my Bible because I think the Bible is going to guide me on this story. She represents Eve. No, Lot's wife. Wait a minute. Jonah's wife. Jonah, you never answered the phone. Where did the GPS turn a whale? <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't get a signal. I was 70,000 leagues. Look, he's walking on water. Well, oh. Huh, how did they do that? They must have called uh, George Lucas. Do you think this is like a Marvel Studio production? <laughs> well, no, because we won't see Stan Lee. I've looked long and hard right. for his cameo. He would have been like... In his prime, right? Because he was in the prime during the sixties and yeah. then seventy-two. He was just commonplace. He was not a famous People person. Always ask. Oh, unless you're fans of the fan soapbox. Yeah, that's what it, the thing is, well, right? A lot of people were fans of the Stan soapbox, you know, myself included. But if I walked past him on the yeah. street, I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, you just be like some prick wearing aviator glasses and a members only jacket, you know, dime a dozen in Times Square. 
Right. So look, he dove into the water, and now he's going to surprise come up behind them. Whoa. Not even Bugs Bunny thought that shit out. Right in front of Greaser. Oh. This afro. He's sucking wet? No, he's not. His hair looks good. What the? Well, I'll shit in the house okay. and not wash my hands afterwards. Now, Back. if this was a regular movie, right? Greaser, who's like the power-hungry guy who runs that town, just found something, you know, that he could use. If he had this tool in his chest, you know, he could really have power. Uh, but no, we won't go there. We won't. Uh, this film doesn't make no sense. They all followed him. He walked on the water. Right. So now it's looking like he's going to have a throng of followers, right? Nope. Nope. Yeah. No, nothing that gets well, set up in this film ever pays off. They're his fans. He's going to be a superstar in, mm -hmm. in Jerusalem. He's going to go on Jerusalem's Got Talent. You think so, huh? Talent and perform. <laughs> yeah, well, so they shoot it in Jerusalem? I haven't seen the show. That would have been my uh, third act, but no, no. Oh, that's a real beard scratcher. So when is ZZ Top going to play? This is all teased. Right, it's all... I think ZZ Top were just... Like, they had a show in the area, and Robert Downey's singing here said, Why don't you just be in it? Come on! <laughs> well, we're big fans of Iron Man, so we're off. I, I prefer Miss Dr. Doolittle, sir. Kiss ass. You know how you can kiss Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, ass, you say? You were terrific in Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> I loved you. I like Robert Downey Jr. What was the one we saw with um, 16 Candles? Candles? Oh, that was... Yeah, so Michael Anthony Hall directed a movie called Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. He had a band yeah, called Hail Caesar. People, if you ever meet and Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr., yeah. Say, I loved you in, 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 in Hail Caesar. You were great. <laughs> yeah. Did you do that as a favor or did you audition? I got to stop you. I got to stop you. You see that woman there, the, the Indian lady with no shirt on? Oh, don't you mention it. Yeah. She is. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. That's Tony Mantle. That's, That's Tony Mantle. Holy shit. All right. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She was in. Ed, which we saw in the Monkeys movie, she danced with Davy Jones. Yeah, mm. that old country song with the flashing. And she's actually on YouTube. You can you can apply. She does a live master class where she teaches the the dance numbers of the sixties because she uh, choreographed and danced in a lot of sixties movies, right? And television shows like that. And in fact, Clint Tarantino hired her to do the Hullabaloo scene uh, in What's Fun Time in Hollywood. So that's exactly yeah, that's right. great. I love it. And her shirt was off. And she choreographed David Bowie's Diamond Dogs tour and Glass Spider tour. And she did the Talking Heads video with David Byrne <laughs> once in a lifetime. Uh, she's always been about dancing. Oh, she's yeah, she's great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she's still active. She's doing that master. Ten bucks. You go Zoom, you can learn how to do the sissy dance from Tony Basil herself. Now look, here are disabled people. 
So he touches Touch. the lame beggar, and now he can crawl. That's the joke. Oh. One foot up. So he's not here. <laughs> I can crawl again. I get the joke. <laughs> That's the no, joke. Yeah. Uh, this must be weird for you to see a good. Is this weird for you to see something? Uh, see a good touch? You're not used to that. A good touch? I don't get it. Bit of a bad touch. Who am I? Bad... All right, never mind. Yeah, because never I don't go around getting touched badly or doing bad touches. What? Uh... So now that he's falling away from Jesus, he's like, okay, you're my new Jesus. Tell me. Give me something. He's got nothing. Now he makes everybody sing. But look how Greaser's kind of immune. Yeah, like he was a bad guy like 10 minutes ago. Oh, my God. Look at that spirit. How adorable. Oh, that's the guy's hat. <laughs> Look, a trained squirrel. Are you gonna sing any he will yeah. sing later in the film. This guy, man, what an ass. <laughs> okay, so he's got everybody doing this hum thing. What does it mean? What's going to become of it? Does that evoke some spirit? Does it give power? Does he put them in a trance and he do, they do that? So it's a way to control them? No, we're never going to find out anything. They'll eventually stop. You hear this singing? Yeah. Oh, Princess Leia. It's Dorothy Hamill. It's Dorothy Hamill. Once again, uh, that's, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s. You know. It didn't print out. She was the one who's in um, uh, Easy Rider. She was in The Movers in the Shape. Oh, Easy Rider. Wild Bill. She was in uh, The Last Detail, The Trip. Oh, we saw The Trip. Yeah. No. Did we see The Trip? No, we saw, we saw Freak Out. Freak Out. Freak Out. Psych Out. Psych Out. Psych Out. Freak Out. With the uh, Quantum Leap guy. We like that guy. Well, she was on Andy Griffin's show. Yeah. She was uh, on One Adam 12. Rawhide, The Hunter, Outer Limits. She's, you know, she was a serious actress in her day. Right. And probably lived next door to the Downies. Owes Robert Downey uh, some gratitude. Career launcher. Oh. Is this bar inside the, the palace, or is this like a separate most second hangout for a greaser? I guess it's the palace. It's like a bar and a performance space. And I don't know why. Do, why does he call it Greaser's Palace? I don't know. Well, because it's a metaphor. It's where he locks up the things he loves. 
Well, he does have his mother and his and mariachi band locked up. It's not a metaphor. It's literal. I think he ran out of things after the letter end. What else do I like? Marshmallows? Mom and mariachi. Lock them up. And there's the son. Dad, fuck you. What the fuck's wrong with you, Dad? Trying to kill me? Yeah, twice. Every time... Well, that was in The Quick and the Dead. Did you ever see that movie with Gene Hackman and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, the Sharon Stone Western movie? I must have seen it. The they, Quick and the Dead. Yeah, it's great. And see, they have a competition in town, of a gunslinging competition, where they do like a high noon and people get the losers fatally die. And the winner has always been the town who, mayor, who's Gene Hackman. Right. And... Uh, his son, Leonardo DiCaprio, decides to compete, and he competes against his dad. Right. So they, they have that kind of, like, uh, I hate you, dad, I'm going to shoot you kind of uh, drama. Wild West. That happens a lot. Oh! Yeah, right. no, that's the mom, and she was by the water reflecting on what is this weird world, you know, my, my son and husband are gone, and then she gets shot. There's no explanation for why at all. Who shot her, Mike? Inquiring huh. minds want to know. Well, you saw this movie four times already, so you yeah. you would know. Yeah, nobody shot. Oh, look. I don't oh, know. Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> oh, can't you understand? You take me by my heart. You take me by the hand. Wow. Oh, Mickey. Now you see that she um, she looked at um, gosh, what's our Messiah's name? For goodness sakes. Let me pull up the sheet. Twenty. Jesus. Jesse. 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 Alan Arbus as Jesse. How boring. Okay, so. Mickey, you're so fine, saw Jesse and was like, wow. And you could see on her face, like, I got plans for you. Guess what? <laughs> Go ahead, guess. What, what are the plans? The, nope, there's no plans. I'm going to guess. Nothing. There's no plans. Yep. Nope, nothing ever happens. <laughs> All right. Yeah. By the way, why does Greaser hate his son so much? I don't know. Ooh. We'll find out. Huh. Now look, you see the, the city carved into the rock? Yeah. I love Yeah, that's from Star Wars. Well, maybe it was in Star Wars, but when I was a little yeah. kid, we went uh, to Colorado and we saw they were the Pueblo Indians and they had it looked like a city. They had just carved out uh, rooms with carved out windows. It was really quite cool. That sounds cool. It was only a, this place was only six hundred a month. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. You, you didn't have to pay for yeah. utilities either, because they didn't have any. Didn't have any. Oh my God! When will this guy leave? What's this guy doing? What's he doing? What's it all about? What's happening? Why is this woman chasing him? You think? What will become of them? Tell me. Nothing. You tell me. Well, you let's tell find me. out. You saw this movie. Let's find out. Let's follow him. 
He's using his penis as a compass. North. I'm pointing the north. <laughs> this is like the saddest parade I've seen. Do you hear the inappropriate music? Yeah. It's intentional. In his zoot suit. There you go. Now listen, as a chiropractor, I'm not technically a doctor. So, so is that what happened? He was walking away because he was hurt, and everyone was following to see what's going on. And now he's chiropractoring him. Is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah, because he was in pain and he didn't want to embarrass the people living in, in that broken down uh, inside the rock house. So he walked outside, only to be killed. No, he's back alive. He's cured. He did a backflip. He's a plant. He's gonna buy. He's gonna buy the snake oil, and everyone else is gonna follow. Nobody Thanks, follows. Buddy. Thanks for following. Do you remember that big crowd that was following him, Mike? Yeah, I remember that. What happened to them? Where are they? He made them all stop and start uh -oh. singing, and then he walked away. And now he's at this Indian place. What's going on? <laughs> Oh, Carl, we're only halfway through this movie. Now this I'm sure it'll get resolved. 2027, 2087, it's the same set. No, I think Robert Downey made a movie that was kind of like distinguished. It's called, I believe it was Hugo Pool or like it was something and it had his son in it. It was from the 90s. Coogan's Bluff, Greaser's Bluff. You know, like, it was, Hooger, it was like an art house film. Hugo Pool? I, I'm gonna think of, I know there's a movie. I might be thinking of the wrong director, of course. I don't know how to look it up. I'm using Microsoft Edge. Yeah, well, it's Google. So here we have a man who we've seen throughout, and it's sort of like he represents a God figure or something. It's like God, the guy in the ghost thing was the Holy Ghost, and, and Jesse is Jesus. So he walks into this right. uh, church, and he sees the Holy Spirit. But what is it, what happens? Do they have an interaction? No, the Holy Spirit just leaves. Well, he didn't burn his fucking chest. I mean, you got to give him up for that. Ooh. I'm Casey Affleck. Boo. Now, for some reason, there's a random cowboy. For no reason. Oh, it's a big house. Yeah, it's but what's it house. there for? What's it all about? What's he looking for? Why is it empty? He represents cowboy Jesus. <laughs> the holy cowboy. The cowboy ghost. Does he say, he this is where it all began for me? Or this, ah, I'm back at the place <laughs> where it's, there's nothing. There's no story. Is he going to go into a monologue from our town? Hello. Hello. I'm the narrator. Nope. 
And when is Bob Dovey going to show up for the music video shoot? Random cowboy has nothing to do with anything. Is it my turn to go into the he empty church? He was looking for Westworld. Is this Westworld? This could be. Oh, no. Shit. Streaming on HBO. Maybe no, this is season 12. They just, we ran out of ideas. Okay. Uh, Azizu guy. Yeah. Now we get a surprise. He comes to a house. Here's something funny. Yep. I'm hungry. Jehovah Witness. Uh, published in Clear's house. Got novelty check. It's it's tattoo. Oh, her Rosetta. Yes. Yeah. Very young. I think it was in August. Somewhere around this time too. Look at that technology, those laser beams. Yeah, well, that's how you were able to to see in there. He's calling for Petunia, and here she comes. Oh, true love. Everybody's punished. I'm late. I for olive oil down in the community theater. Oh, no, it's Miss Hopper. There we go. He's, he's transitioning. Topical. Where am I? You're very handsome. Do they know each other even though this guy landed? Nope. They don't know each other at all. There's no reason for him to be here except he's hungry. After he leaves this place, we'll never see Hervé Villachez again. I can call again. That was funny. I felt bad I talked over that. One rare time. <laughs> so, oh, this, this is weird. This is like every sexual fantasy starts off with this. Well, he is coming on to Jesse. I really shouldn't leave. No, 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 don't leave. No, really. Yeah. Man. <laughs> He's so young. <laughs> it's before Fantasy Island by a lot. You know, he was friends with It was sad that he also committed suicide. Uh, yeah. He was friends he... with Mimi Cohen from Nat Natalie from Different Strokes. Mm. They were like good, they were good friends. I, I always thought that he killed himself out of like, um, like a depression from, you know, who, well, anyway, it turns out that uh, his organs were too large for his body. Like, his organs grew into a body that didn't grow. And he was in pain all the time. Uh, I'm talking about intestines grew, liver, heart. Yeah. You know, he had, uh, you know, many times, I mean, I don't know what to say in front of you, Mike. Little people, I mean... There isn't a good – a person can be little. You know, there isn't a good term that's not offensive, even though that term is not offensive. Um, they usually have human yeah, – keep going, keep going. Well, they have like normal-sized torsos, and the limbs are, are what are, you know, shorter, right, what don't develop. But not Hervé Villachez. He also had a small torso, and so his body – you know, inside he grew up – so he was in a lot of pain and for years and years, and that's why he killed himself.
Wow. Yeah, I didn't know. Wow, what a bummer. Don't I bring it up during dinner. Film. Well, no, I wouldn't. He he was very happy. Uh, when he auditioned for Fantasy Island, he was living in his car. Uh, he was on top of the world. Um, you know, it was... The, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. He auditioned for a James Bond film that he got that part. Yeah, that's right. That's when he was living in his car. Fantasy Island came from that. So it was what, The Man with the Golden Moon? Yeah, I have it written. You know, been like... Let's see. I don't think I've seen that one, to be honest with you. I knew he was in it. Oh, this, also is like a... this is very sexual. Oliver Stone had made an early movie, I believe it was called Seizure. I mean, he was in it as well. Uh, like a rare film. I mean, if, if there's anything I can do for you, I'd be... I ordered the cheeseburger. Now listen to what she says. I killed the first man that looked at you. Where's my father? Oh, Mickey. <laughs> he cannot believe his luck. What? That's completely different from what she was saying. Sometimes it's just an act. That's completely different from what she was I'm saying. Next stop, Jerusalem. Next exit, Jerusalem. Are they almost there? He'll never get really walking in Jerusalem? Now, this makes no sense. He comes Jerusalem up and there's Japan? a guy with a picture of the Last Supper, you know, the famous Leonardo. And then a guy gives him a donkey, just for no reason. It doesn't make any sense. People don't realize the food was terrible back then. Like, it wasn't fun. And no one could really talk because there was no one sitting on the other side. So he gets a donkey for no reason. This guy's repeating some nonsense. Uh... There was another psychedelic western, El Topo, uh, which, again, was a lot Ass more... Western. I don't know. Yeah. But, it, you know, it had, like, I think the thing is, like, they all use religious imagery, like, whether it's, and they all have, like, some kind of point. But this this one doesn't really fly. Doesn't it would be nice if it was more parody, if it was more satire in it. I don't know. I mean, he tried. I'm enjoying this movie. Me too. He's great. I love him. Okay, now we have our mom oh, again, yeah. and she can't make it up the hill. Why are we seeing her? Like, she represents someone who struggles. I, I don't get her point in right. the film. Right, throughout the whole thing. I found my Herbie Belichess. Does he see the... Okay. So he was French. Does she even meet Zoot Suit? No, she will never meet Zoot Suit. Yes. <laughs> uh, the man with the golden gun. Mr. Rourke's assistant in fantasy. Yeah, 
Now, you know what I, was, I didn't get about The Man with the Golden Gun is that it's a take on the Frank Sinatra heroin movie, The Man with the Golden Arm, right? Which one came it's first? It. Because Ian Fleming like wrote those books plot. long, long ago, right? He wrote them in the 50s, I think. Did he actually, he, Ian Fleming actually wrote a book called The Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah. So then The Man with the Golden Arm must have been a take on that, like the novel. I guess. Let me just and look. In the movie, but it's Ian Fleming, Golden yeah. Gun, Golden Corral, nearest location, <laughs> Check, uh, delivery. The Man with the Golden Gun was a novel, his 13th book, uh, first published by Jonathan Cape in the UK, 1 April 1965, eight months after the author's death. So... Six, oh, weird. Yeah. So what was it called? The Man with the Golden... Arm. Okay. Gold. The Man with the... Uh, she's really climbing up that hill. For what? She's a regular case. Well, what and year it was? Uh, which came first, then? <laughs> Golden Arm came first. Now look, they're still singing. The play on the um, now look. Oh, guys, when I said give me a thumb, that's what I meant. Now he's he's saying something very important, right? We finally gonna get to hear it. He comes up. All those people were singing. He made them stop singing. And now he's telling them something, but Robert Downey Jr. Sr. won't let us hear the audio. Uh, oh, I know what he said. He says Sesame Street is sponsored by the letter R and the number four. Hey, you guys, electric company, we're going to turn you on. He looks like every PBS educational show from the 70s with that fucking hat. Oh, the zoot suit hat? Yeah. So right now the audio is being muffled. Yeah, there's no audio. We're gonna zoom, 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 a zoom. Come on and zoom. <laughs> zoom. It's a zoom. That's a... Well, quick, what's the zoom? Uh, uh, zip code. I tell you this. No, it's a zoom. Uh, oh, yeah. Two, one, one, three, four. Yeah. Oh, two, one, three, four. Send it to zoom. That's right. P.O. Yeah. Box. It was Boston, Mass. It was, uh, uh, I don't know, Z-O-O-M. Recorded on Zoom. Check out Carl on, on stand-up show. Streaming <laughs> on Zoom. Oh, the first Zoom. time I ever heard yeah, it. Was a, uh, that's what I thought of, that song. But nobody would get it. Nobody would remember. The science TV show. It wasn't even science. It was like, I don't know. Daycare. It would, yeah. They would always have like things about your feelings. There was stuff about like kids did it and science experiments and, but it was like little skits and. I'm Bernadette. Yeah, it was a Boston public uh, television series, public television uh, from the seventies and eighties. There was this one. Okay, check out the guy's doing the worm. Um, it would be like uh, Salmon Grundy says, but she – I never got it. I, I'll have to look that up. Now, look, he shoots, 
Oh, he did. He shoot up. He shot a fake gun, but it really did shoot and hit the bell. And everybody runs because the bell is calling them. There, there's the guy I can crawl again. Right, I can crawl again. That's the best line in the movie. He called the losers. The movie, the losers. The guy's like, I'm going to shoot you with my hand. And the other, the bad guy's like, whatever. But there was a sniper across the building on the rooftop, and he shoots. He he actually shoots right. a bullet. The mariachi band you is know movies called getting let out for free. Yeah, finally. I hate you guys. Man, can you imagine being a band locked locked in prison with your other band members? It'd be yeah. fucking hell. You get out, and you're like, fuck you guys. I never want to work with you. You're all unprofessional. You're always late for rehearsal. You're always high at rehearsal. <laughs> your your wife's obnoxious. I hate being in the bar with her. Hey, Gleaser. I beg your pardon. It's showtime. So, oh, so they finally meet. Do her show, and now Jesse's going to get a chance to dance in front of everybody. Oh, good. Now, do you know what it is, stigmata? Sure. That's when you uh, get resin on your hand when you're trying to clean your pipe, and you just can't <laughs> get it off your palm. You're like, now, that's stigmata. Stigmata is this phenomenon when people who are really Christian, and mostly Catholic, really Christian, they are having a religious experience and they're, they put their arms out like they're on the cross, and they get bloody uh, holes through the palms of their hands. It's a real thing. At least it's, I don't know. Uh, there was that Meg know. Tilly movie with Jane Fonda when she was a nun. Can you hear me? It happened yes, there. You. You, you've never Loud heard of clear. Stigmata? It's, yes. I think, I think I can hear you too. Okay. Well, anyway, I, I just wanted you to know what it was before it actually happens in the film. So we're gonna go live. Oh, it actually happened to me when I was. So we're gonna go live in about oh my God, that two was minutes. Dear Jesus died, and I, <laughs> I, I, it had been like cleaning my hands with tape or something. But for some reason, I was bleeding uh, from from my palms, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I always them? thought I was Jesus. I always thought I was Jesus, and I'm right. Both of them. I don't know what it was. Maybe I was playing both of them. Yeah. Well, Jesus was a Jew. That's true. We're related. We killed him. <laughs> Mike, we don't admit that in public. I'm pretending I'm on your team. Right. Oh, who's So it's sort of like a striptease. Yeah. Just sailing around. Now yeah. remember, in the beginning, she was singing about virginity, right? Right. Right. And now that she has got some, she's going up. So the oh, really magic man weren't let out to be freed. They were let out to do a job, to come down here and play. Wow. How did that work? Now the thing what is, is what's this all for? What's it all about? It should be that the whole movie was leading to this moment. 
Right. This is probably the politest flan, uh, flan, uh, mosh pit I've seen in a long time. Do you remember when oh, you went to flan. know the Indian... What? What? I said that was the politest mosh pit I've seen.